five, four, three. I did the two and one silently. Uh, th- thank you. I'm glad you did. Yeah, I pointed at Kevin, but he couldn't see me. Yeah, because there's a monitor. <clears throat> You're a monitor. I'm a monitor lizard. Yeah, I was wondering what the reptile is doing here. <laughs> hey, can you hear us okay? I can. Okay, all right. Just wanted to make sure. Here we go. We interrupt your regularly scheduled episode of Supernatural Selection to bring you the first annual Halloween Spooktacular. I am your host, Kevin the Bastard, and with me tonight, we have a very special occasion. With us is Mike the Skeptic. Hey, I was across the room. Damn it. I didn't know I was first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're off to a great start. We are professional amateurs. So we have Mike the Skeptic, David Davis, and Clark Wayne. Howdy. That's right, we've got the whole damn crew here because we're going to be talking about some spooky, spooky stuff. Hold it and brood. As we are talking. I have put out a call for questions, and uh, it looks like we have gotten a couple, or at least one, so awesome. Okay, we've got that. We'll go into that at the end of the episode like we typically do, and uh, so what we're doing this week is we're going to get together and talk about our own experiences with either the paranormal or the as mike would probably prefer to say the hard to explain how's that mike? hard to explain <laughs> i'll tell you at the end okay hard to explain it's, it, it's hard to explain why i'm hard yo because you're looking at tentacle women yeah so uh, let's start this little telling with Mr. Clark Wayne. Clark, you have told us about your supernatural experiences with ghosts before, correct? That's correct. All right. Now, you told us about the ghost feet. Mm-hmm. You told us about the EVP stuff. Mm-hmm. What I would like to hear is, tell us about the puck wudgie. So, uh, it was not actually at this party, but there was a Super Bowl party going on, and a friend of ours, uh, or a friend of mine, who uh, went to high school with, was at this party. Somebody took a picture of her. And, you know, as you do take pictures mm-hmm. of parties. Well, when they got the thing printed, there was a freaking puckwudgy thing standing right next to her. Yeah, it was blurred, like it was moving very quickly. Yeah. And uh, now, we have that picture, actually. We do. It is on our Discord in the uh, Bizarre News, I believe. So if you would like to see stuff as we post it like that, uh, join our Discord. And there were no kids at this party. There's adults only. Do you know if and there now, were... wasn't that the thing that looked like uh, Mac from Mac and Me? Absolutely. Yeah. That's where I was going. Yes, thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Yeah, I see. I see nothing but a blurry dog. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I can see that. It's a very weirdly colored dog. I don't know. I've seen dogs that are. It's it's not weirdly colored. It's like golden retriever slash slightly little darker hue. I. Okay. Yeah. 
admittedly it, it looks weird it, it does look weird whatever it's it's it is a blur i've seen pictures of cats that were blurred that made them look like <laughs> hell demons <laughs> well they are hell demons but you know that's that's true i still think it looks like mac from mac and me it does bear the resemblance but that's because mac and me look like a piece of turd anyway i don't think uh Paul it, Rudd it, it's an unsettling photo at least it is mm-hmm. unsettling i'm yeah, willing there. to definitely give it that now, have you got anything else up your sleeve that you've experienced, Clark? I mean, just that time uh, Mothman came to me. Okay, yeah, here, that's that's great. You know, David's all about the Mothman, so uh, Clark, something us, was there. It may not have been him, but tell uh, us about Mothman. I was um, seventeen. It was nineteen ninety-six, anyway, and uh, I was in my bed, and I woke up, and sensed like a presence in the room, and I woke up. And at the foot of my bed was this very skinny, very tall, whatever. So, you know, okay. naturally... Can, can I, we talk about, like, what color was the whatever? Just black. Just a shadow, just basically. Shadow, yeah. Okay. And I just, of course, threw the covers over my head and prayed. Um, but then when I looked back, uh, it was still there. So I put the co- covers over my head longer. And after a very long time, probably like 10 minutes, it was gone. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know what it is. There was nothing that could have made the shadow. Did he? Um, did he do anything to you? Well, stuff started happening to me after that. Um, okay. Weird stuff. Like I would put the radio on in my car, and I would change the channels, but the same song would be playing. I've had that happen to me before. Okay. Yeah, but that's anything. like that's like a uh, former formerly clear channel thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But, yeah, I do remember the one thing he said. Uh, he said Atlanta. It said Atlanta. That was it. Oh, he's, he's from the ATL, yo. Atlanta. And then, Maybe he was asking for a ride to the airport. Well, yeah. then a few weeks later was the uh, uh, Olympic bombing in Atlanta. Oh. So, yeah. That's interesting. But I don't know why the hell they would tell me. I was in Hattiesburg. This yeah. was in Atlanta. Well, I still find it interesting that it is still linked with a catastrophe. Atlanta is like a great wrestling. show. I'm like, what the fuck? That is fucking weird. By that the way, is... the song that kept playing on every station was Black Velvet. Like, and Black Velvet and that little boy smile. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> I'm familiar with it. Is that, who is that? Rosanna Cash or am I nuts? Oh, it's, um... Oh, uh... Mike will probably know. Yeah, they had a country version and a rock version, and they're both actually pretty good. Atlanta Miles. Atlanta Miles? Okay. Mm, That works. So. Wait, who? Yeah, that's it. Atlanta Miles. I thought you said Atlanta at first. I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't see the connection there? Wait, actually, Synchronicities are forming. Synchronicities are forming. We're fucked. Somebody's going (laughs) to see a can in their dreams, and we're all doomed. You know, my my wife found a balloon the other day. One of those metal balloons in a parking spot. You know, that's one of those synchronicity things. If you watched Hellier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, what was it you said? I was saying maybe, maybe, maybe the Mothman didn't say Atlanta, and it was Atlanta, and he was telling you he just really likes the song. Yeah, probably. You know. so he kept making you hear it because he really likes the song. Atlanta, Atlanta, black velvet. He maybe he was made of black velvet. Maybe, but it was a very tall, very <clears throat> thin, almost like too thin to be a human. So, Probably. Slender Man. 
seven feet tall or maybe and it yeah it just disappeared so a backwards slender moth slender Slender moth moth. (laughs) yeah i like that i like that david all right clark thank you so much for Mm -hmm. sharing those two stories your turn i appreciate oh my turn Mm -hmm. okay what do we what what do we want okay let me talk about the fact that my family appears to be some form of uh weirdness magnet like i'm sure i told the story didn't i tell the story about my great aunt's haunted house across the street Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay i told that on the ghosts episode and the fact that you know i'd look across the street and there was no power or anything over there but the lights would turn on and i'd see the silhouette of my 20 year dead great aunt preparing for bed so creepy shit but it kind of runs in the family in the sense that my dad had a lot of weird shit happen to him. Um, and when I say weird shit, I mean, like, he didn't think it was weird, but, like, he told me about it. Okay, we're going to cut this out. I think we've got rain coming down, and I can hear it. I don't know what it was. Well, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. For those interested, the, the, the sound you're hearing in the background is... uh. The spooky sound of rain. It was a dark and stormy night. We need to edit in some sort of audio of, like, the woods in the background. Oh, that'd be fun, yeah. It actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> what you don't know is we're recording in a shack with a tin roof. Tin roof. Rusted. <clears throat> or more like, like sand skylights, but, you know, same same thing. <laughs> So I can feel the spirits here with this now. skylights are the f- first this world tin roof. is clear. So, my dad had, like, a lot of weird experiences. Like, you you guys ever heard of, uh, like, fish falls? No. Mm-hmm. Of course David has. Mike? You've told me about them. Okay, the basic idea is okay. that... You should stop right there. If you ask me if I've heard of anything, it's usually yes from you. Okay, that's <laughs> fair. That's a very good point. So, my dad got caught in a fish fall okay. in a field. Well, like it's I, raining I, prefer, fish. I prefer fish summer myself. Minnows. Would you check that it's fish outside right now? <laughs> yes, it's actually raining fish at the moment. No. Um, say, they'd say it's carping. It's pretty loud. It's not hail, is it? No, no. It's just the Lexan on the sky. Maybe, maybe a little bit of perch mixed in. Yeah. Ambiance. <laughs> it's salmon. No, that's too big. That'd be really thumping. <clears throat> but, like, he was out in the pasture doing something as a kid, and it started raining minnows. And I don't mean, like, a it's couple of fish. I mean, like, a shit ton to where he had to run inside. Doesn't that wow. ha- happen a lot with water spouts? Probably. But it's still weird as fuck. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, if yeah. I was outside and fish start falling from the sky, I'd be like, what the fuck? You're not supposed to be up there. You can't swim in clouds. It doesn't work like this. Are you sure or they weren't they? from Australia? Um, there's no way to know. Because, you know, they're opposite of us. Oh, or, wait. How would <laughs> they, they'd be shooting up from the ground then. True. China? Yes, China. Definitely, okay. definitely China. But he, he had to run inside, and my grandmother told me, yeah, no, that happened. I remember when he ran inside screaming about the fish, and we looked outside, and there were friggin' minnows raining down from the sky. It's free food. It, it, yeah, they did. Actually, they gathered it for bait. Well, that's a good idea. 
because minerals are great for bait. Now, the other thing that happened in his childhood was... I don't know how to say it other than my dad would chase fucking ghost orbs with his friends through the graveyard. Okay. Like the size of a softball. Not like small orbs, like big ones. You mean like small orbs, like the ones that are fake? Yeah, no, not the ones that show up in photography. I'm talking about like big glowing spheres. That's an angel. Huge glowing spheres. (laughs) Yeah. I got some huge glowing spheres, baby. I don't want to see your huge glowing spheres. Let me shake them around a little bit. Oh, God. (laughs) So, he saw these things with his friends, and they would chase him. It was a game. They'd run laughing uh, through the graveyard and then through the woods after after the spheres. And he told me about this, and I was like, you know that's not fucking normal, right? I mean, nobody grew up doing that. Well, I did. Well, you're fucking weird. (laughs) So, I mean, that was just odd in general to me, you know? And, uh, I mean, I love that my father had these experiences. Now, the only other thing he had happen that was really, really weird was uh, it's, it's a, quote, scientific fact that there are no large black panthers in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. All right. Wakanda forever. What's that? Wakanda forever. Yes. <clears throat> but like, y- no, he was in Mississippi. He filmed that Charlotte James Brown movie here. Mm-hmm. You're right. That was, that was, so pre, that was pre-Black Panther. So. Yeah, but it was still. Yeah, he's over here doing the Wakanda forever thing. <laughs> um, I, I, just to point out, the only person I can see right now is Clark. So it's and Ginger, uh, and Ginger my kitty cat Ginger. But uh. Like he what they heard something. I, I have to explain the setup of the uh, homestead where he was at this point. It was my grandmother's house, and there was her house. Uh, and if you're standing on the front porch, you're facing the road. Off to the right, and a little in front of you is the garage, and then off to the left, a good distance from the house, because of the smell, was the chicken house. I don't know if anyone has ever, anyone here or listening has ever smelled chicken shit. No, mm-hmm. but you know, there's some uh, people that come in where I work. They work at a local somewhere Walmart uh, chicken processing. at <laughs> Yankee plant. Candle Factory. <laughs> they work at a chicken processing plant. That smell, man. I can't. I don't know. How they it's work no. There. That's not even it, dude. That's chicken really shit. Uh, those those people usually there. come in smelling like chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Makes it's me hungry. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie, man. When those people come, man, I'm like, man, I want some school lunch. Well, no, these like smell like, like pervasive, patty. like uh, raw chicken smells. Like, oh yeah, and it stays but, after they leave for about thirty seconds. Sure, yeah, no, but that doesn't bother me. I'm used to that. I used oh, to live down the street from the Tyson Chicken Plant. No, I'm talking about chicken shit. No, it is. I don't know another word to describe it other than disastrous. So who decided we should eat these things? Um, hungry people. I guess so. It's like Explains also it kept waking them up in the morning. It's like I'm gonna kill that fucking bird. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do with it then? I don't know. Fucking eat it. So make chicken and dumplings. It's they, mammalian revenge for the dinosaurs. It really is, man. Yeah, who's bigger now, bitch? <laughs> so. 
they hear something is disturbing the chickens at night and chickens sleep at night typically you only hear that if there's like the proverbial fox in the hen house <clears throat> so my dad gets his rifle uh, let me rephrase that my dad gets his shotgun which i still have that shotgun uh he gets destroys a chicken oh yeah but he's he's <laughs> it's just a cloud just a red and white mist so yeah let's not go there he uh he gets a shotgun and he goes to check on the chickens with a lantern to give you some idea of what era we're talking about okay <clears throat> and he goes there's nothing there and he turns to go back to the house and there in the light in the light of the lantern between him and the house is a large jet black cat the size of a panther or a tiger you know huge fucking cat and they are not the scientists will tell you to your face you're a liar if you tell them that they're you ran into a large black panther of any kind I mean people are stupid they'll capture those things when they're babies and try to make them pets and they that type of shit escapes all the time sure yeah Tiger tiger king shit yeah yeah but I mean like this is a actual like breeding population situation because one of my former bosses his uh his aunt was killed by one from horseback Jeez. it leapt up pulled mm. her off clawed her back and tore her throat out and Jesus. uh yeah so the the scientists can say there are no large black cats but my fucking father saw one and my grandmother was just wailing because she saw it out the window i see one now that that's Mr. Conti. Oh. He's my kitty kitty. They can't all be your cat, Kevin. Well, <laughs> shush. So, <laughs> the one who owns the podcast. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I can't think of anything else in particular with my dad. And, like, you know, I've seen some weird stuff in the sky before, like UFO ish stuff, but, like, so I couldn't get a word in earlier. Oh, but, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, uh, the orb thing. Yeah, yeah. Go, go for it. You're, you know, you told me about my your mm-hmm. dad. Well, my dad. So has any everybody here seen the uh, movie The Explorers? No. With, yes. Uh, Negative. Who did it have? Uh, River Phoenix. Yeah, River Phoenix, and didn't it have a uh, what's his name? Corey Feldman. Yeah, Corey Feldman, yeah. River Phoenix. Yeah, it's like one of those boy adventure movies. Yeah. So and you in, remember the German dad? Yeah. Wolfgang, Wolfgang, where's my bug bomb? He's yeah. just looking well, for his bug Kevin bomb. I'm the only ones that have seen it. Well, anyway, in the movie, uh, one of the kids, I think it was River Phoenix, yeah, has a dream, and this in this dream, like it's all '80s compute, '80s CGI, you know, Tron level stuff. But he sees a uh, computer, what looks like a computer circuit, and he describes it to his like super dirt nerdy friend, and they build it, not knowing what it does. And it turns out it makes like, at first it makes a small force field that's just a blue sphere. Mm-hmm. And my dad told me that that movie always tripped him out because when he was a kid, he saw a blue sphere that he chased on his bicycle. 
You know what? It's creepier coming from you. Well, I mean, I've yeah. told you this story. Yeah, before. I know, but it's still creepier coming from you. And you know, well, that well, he, yeah, it was just you know, he said it looked just like it did in that movie. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucked up. Now, your dad had like another experience, didn't he? Yeah, so he he definitely liked the aliens and stuff, and uh, he well, claimed yeah. he had a uh, a like. I mean, it just sounded like night terrors to me, but, you know, where a thing where he woke up and couldn't move and he heard mm-hmm. uh, yep. what sounded like, you know, alien radios outside the the bedroom, like, because his head was, like, at the out exterior wall. But, you know, that's night terrors. You can't believe anything that happens at a night terror. It's your brain still dreaming. I don't know. I'd still wake up and have to clean my pants out. Well, yeah, after I mean, that. It's, I've had night terrors. It's scary yeah, as shit. They suck. I've had them twice, but, like two nights in a row. And I'll but it's not you know, it. <laughs> it, it's definitely nothing I can credit because sure, it, it, it's your brain going haywire. Also, you are Mike the skeptic. Oh yeah, yep. of course yeah. I am. Now, but all the time I did ghost hunting. Um, over only ever saw the ghost feed. That's the only thing I really saw physically. But um, we had a lot of EVP stuff, and some of it more credible than yeah. others. And that's basically just well, what we had. Well, when we were filming a movie, we had a crazy microphone set up that picked up Mexican radio. That is true. We were filming in Clinton, and uh, uh, so our setup was it was a uh, super eight millimeter camcorder. Mm-hmm. With a fairly large extension for a microphone that was inside a car, so we're now, filming, yeah. you know, over the hood of the car through the windshield. Now I need to point out we were towing the car. No, in no, a we weren't towing. This was a static shot in Scott's driveway. Oh, right, right. My bad, my bad. So, but we we're shooting through the windshield and saying, but to get the audio from the inside, I had rigged up a, a long cord. Just a, it was a long, you know headphone jack style cord because that's all our microphone was but we put the microphone up in like the uh sun visor of the car and ran it out the door and you know along the hood so you couldn't see it and very faintly in the background of one of the takes you can hear this mexican radio announcer you know, speaking Spanish. Yeah, and the other footage is great. You could hear, like, mariachi music and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, <laughs> like the end of that Queens of the Stone Age song. Yeah, so, you know, electronics yeah. do weird things. Oh, yeah, I mean, because like... Because this, this is a video camera. It is not set up to... I don't know if it was FM. It was probably more likely shortwave. Oh, Because shortwave's a lot easier to uh, demodulate than FM. Well, have you ever seen, like, a standard uh, shortwave antenna? Yeah. It's it's a microphone cable that you hang on your wall. Well, yeah, I mean, but, but also shortwave is... Uh, I think shortwave's still a amplitude modulated, mm-hmm. which, you know, you can make a crystal radio that's unpowered by anything other than the the radio waves itself so it's yeah. just one of those stamp one of those you know relics that are super easy to pick up yeah. with very cheap stuff now so let me jump over to david here for a minute what we'll do is we'll do another round of stories mm-hmm. uh but we're gonna go ahead and jump over to mr david davis david 
You're a spook monster. Tell us about your experiences, my friend. Well, I, I have had a few experiences, but there's really one that um, stood out. Um, yeah. So I, I guess I'll just go ahead and tell the story. But uh, do you recall, do you remember the 2XL toy robot? 2XL toy robot. So it was a robot that was also, it was a toy robot that was also a tape deck. And what you would do is you'd play the tape and then he would say, um, he'd like quiz you or something. And then you'd press a button and fast forward the tape to a certain spot. Yeah. So, um, so we're familiar with that. There was Mm -hmm. one that came out in the early eighties and then there was a, um, 1990s version that looked a little more Star Warsy. Yes. So, um, yeah, uh, I come Clark has pulled up that. a picture of it, and it definitely looks kind of like the pilot from Star Tours. I remember that thing. Didn't like Ashens or someone do a video? He this? did. Yeah. Okay, so one of those. Yeah. So, um, I come from a, pr- uh, a relatively like uh, uh, poor family, really. Right. Um, so, like, I wasn't able to get like new toys and stuff like that so um you know this is i must have been about i'd say maybe about nine years old my brother would have been about six he and Mm -hmm. i shared a bedroom uh bunk beds and everything like that Mm -hmm. so um my parents one day they brought back a 2xl for me you know not a box anything like that you know so it's a box it was the robot it came with a couple different uh tapes and everything like that and, like, I love that thing. I played that thing all the time. They had an 8-track version. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Seeing what that the hell? The original was an 8-track. And actually, yeah, I like the, the way the original looked. It's very... Now... Yeah, the, the, the one that I had was the cassette tape. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, actually like a little bit like those. a Star yeah. Wars robot. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, I, I, I absolutely love that thing. Like, if anyone knows me well, they know that I fucking love robots. Robots are, like, the thing. Like, if yeah. a robot dies in a movie, I cry and everything like that. Yeah, no, I had the so, same problem as a kid. Yeah. So, you know, I, I play that thing all the time. And, you know, when you play with these things all the time, you get to know the sounds they make, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, very distinctly, like, what yeah. does the key sound like when you press down on it? What does right, the right. little laugh of the robot sound like? So, um, you know, this was around summer, I think, a couple of years later. Um, I wasn't playing with the thing as much, but I, uh, you know, I still held on to it. It was a robot, so I kept it on a shelf in my bedroom. Right. A high shelf where my little brother couldn't get to it. Now, um... Because they break things. They yeah, do. Yeah, I, I had that exact same issue. My brother destroyed a Stretch Armstrong doll that I had. Oh, if anybody's going to break my toy, it's me. Yeah. You ever busted one of those things and the use comes out? It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. Um, so you know, I I I'm a little older, I'm playing video games and stuff, right? That's like what I do at that age. Uh, I had a Super Nintendo, I think I was playing like Super Mario All Stars. And it was summer, so my parents let me stay up for as long as I want. Mm -hmm. So the Super Nintendo was out in the living room and I'm up until like oh, I'd say like maybe two in the morning playing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you gotta understand, like, that doll, uh, that, that 2XL toy, like, I knew the sound of that thing intimately. So, yeah. while I'm out playing Super Nintendo in the living room, I hear the thing do its laugh. <laughs> what? Yeah, so I hear the thing do its laugh. I'm a little freaked out. I walk down the hallway and enter the bedroom, and I see, you know, the thing is still up on the shelf. My brother's asleep on the bottom bunk 
but there's no way that he can reach up to that shelf. Because I, I actually had to have, like, a pair... Uh, I had to have my dad help me put the thing on the top shelf, because I was using that as, like, decor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little freaked out. I'm like, okay, there's no way this thing is, like, on or anything like that. It hasn't been on in, like, a month. Right. So I head back in the living room, start playing my video game again, and I hear it start doing the laugh again. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. And it, it's a very distinct laugh. Like, there was no way I could confuse it for anything going on in Super Mario Brothers. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, that, that thing, like, it, it worried me, and it, mm-hmm. it was something that stuck out in my mind for years. So what happened was um, about... 10 years ago, I'm in my mid-20s, and mm-hmm. I'm talking with my mom, and I'm like, uh, we were talking about ghosts and stuff, because she said she's seen some stuff, that sort of thing. So I was telling her about my experience with the 2XL doll, or the 2XL toy. And uh, she, her face actually gets pale. And the reason why is that she tells me that she, uh, she got the doll from a yard sale. And the toy belonged to a kid who had died of cancer oh, wow. a month prior. Yikes. Oh. So that that's it was a very, very strange experience and like that that whole revelation because you know that's that's the thing is like I, I had other toys that came from children who had passed away. That's how I got a bunch of my old Ninja Turtles toys was there was a uh, a kid who was collecting Ninja Turtles and he had passed away and my parents were able to get in the yard sale. But Ooh. like that. But yeah, that, that's one of those stories that's always kind of like stuck out to me. It's one of the creepiest things I've been through, especially when you look back on it and getting that news like 10 years later. I always worry about uh, attachment, uh, attached items like, um, you know, because I've heard of those before. So when I go shopping, like at the flea market, I'm usually kind of wary of what I buy. Yeah, like, my yeah. wife actually does smudging now. So, like, if we get something, she'll actually, like, do the sage, and she'll do, like, smudging, because my wife's, uh... She, she's in the, uh, she does the witchcraft thing. Yeah. Now, let, let me ask you something, David, and I don't mean any offense by this, but, uh... How many kids did your parents kill for you? <laughs> um... Probably more than I would care to admit. Okay, that's fair. It's just when you said the the yard sale, the first thing I thought is, oh, oh hell, it's Chucky. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's kind of it's interesting because like I you, you you know that I'm obviously a huge fan of Chucky. Oh, oh yeah, no, you, so, not like you so have a whole fucking like podcast own, about it. Yeah, it's like I got my podcast. I'm but, a huge you know, fan it's of like, Jennifer Tilly. It's, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's it, fair. It's, it's it's like my own kind of Chucky experience in a way yeah good thing it you know didn't, didn't have really me. mobile arms it looks oh, like oh god <laughs> yeah like it didn't have any moving parts or anything like that but thing um falling down on a combat roll under the couch and fucking murdered you you know and and the next day i like had my dad pull it down and i checked and there were like batteries in there and i didn't really say anything about it but it was it was one of those things that just kind of stands out to you. You, you should know? have taken the batteries out and then put it back up there. See what happened. That would have been even worse, man. That would have oh, been even Christ, worse. Christ, yeah. It, it didn't do it again, at least not that I noticed. But it, mm-hmm. you know, just memories, like really creepy memories. Yeah, no, that's totally understandable. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I want to come back to another child's play related thing with you here in a bit, mm-hmm. but because it's <laughs> you talked about it on the sh- on a. Uh, kids' stuff, but, like, we'll... Yes. 
we'll we'll get back to that. <clears throat> so uh, I got a, I got another one. Uh, Kit asked me to bring this up because, um, okay, Kit actually had a question, but we'll get to that later. We're actually kind of answering it. What's the most the ridiculous paranormal experience you've had? Um, I'm just gonna go. I'm, I don't know that I'm gonna answer this right now because it's sort of creepy. Uh, Kit and I went to Hardy, Arkansas, and it's become an antique sellers and buyers paradise. Yeah, attachment yeah. I was gonna make a really dumb joke just now because you said Hardy, Arkansas. I was like, well, it's Carl's Jr. Arkansas over here in California. <laughs> <laughs> I like that entirely too much. Okay. So we're in Hardy. We're in Carl's Jr. Arkansas. Now we're in Hardy. And uh, like this is an old, old damn town. Like, you know, set up and like that all the buildings are a century or older, you know. Mm-hmm. And every single fucking one of them is an antique store. It is a Stephen King story come to life, all right, just as far as that's concerned. And formerly, one of the one of the buildings was uh, also an antique story. It was the old Hardy Hotel, all right? Mm-hmm. And it is, <clears throat> quote, it was, quote, officially haunted. You know, it was declared haunted by, I don't know, whoever the hell you pay enough money to print you out a certificate that says officially haunted. I don't know how that works. What's that? A con artist? Yes. Okay. I'll do it for a hundred bucks. Again, con artist. (laughs) Yeah, pay me and I'll say anything you want. Yeah. (laughs) Shit, pay me 20 bucks. I'll sign anything as Stan Lee. You want me to eat that dog turd? (laughs) Pay me 50 and I'll do it. I will sell you a bagel uh, with Stan Lee written on it in mustard. So... Anyway, we're in Hardy, and uh, I'm, in, I'm in this building, and they got like a lot of neat stuff. There's a couple things I'm thinking about buying downstairs, and the guy starts telling us about how haunted the place is, because there was a murder committed upstairs in the back uh, hotel room. Yikes. So, I'm like, well, fuck, I gotta see this. <laughs> All right. I'm like, automatically, like, yeah, gimme. So me and Kit go upstairs, and <clears throat> I go I go into the room, and I'm kind of feeling for cold spots, you know, with my hand out because I don't have any kind of equipment. I'm not a professional, and uh, I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? I start. I, Kit says I taunted the ghost, but I don't think I taunted definitely the ghost. What I did? Oh, you taunted the ghost. Don't I, do that. I asked for a sign show me some proof that you're here you, you forgot to include the word bitches because that's how you do it yeah. show me a sign bitches show me a sign you bitch what are you a pussy are you zach bagans all of a sudden <laughs> yeah pretty much so anyway i turn around and kid is still in the hallway because she heard there was a ghost in there and she immediately was like i'm not going in i am not going in that room and that's when I felt something touch my neck. Like a finger. Like right under my hairline go down to my shirt collar. You see you got spectral fingered? I got fingered. 
And uh, did you say so, lower? <laughs> no, my eyes got big and I ran slash fell down the stairs. <laughs> ran uh, speed walked toward the door with Kit going. I thought you were gonna buy that camera, and I'm going. Uh, uh. I get out in the street and explain what happened, and she's like. I told you not to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good idea. Yeah, so uh, that that was creepy as shit. Like that is just like straight up one of the creepiest things I've ever experienced. So yeah, uh, Clark, have you got anything else new, or would you like to cover something um, else that happened to you uh, that we've covered before since it's appropriate? Never had anything too crazy. I mean, I I did. Um, so while I was in. For, for those of y'all who haven't listened to the last episode I was in, um, I was a paranormal investigator for about four years in Hattiesburg. Uh, so we were trying to come up with new equipment to, um, you know, the EVPs get recorded, but you don't actually hear them when they're actually being said. You have to go back and listen to the tape and, you mm-hmm. know, and all that stuff. Um, so we were trying to find ways for that to, to get past that. So I had this piece of equipment that was super sensitive so I set up a mic in my living room, just stupid, put it on a stand, and I put the headphones on, and so I started talking uh, to whatever was in my living room. I said, if you're here, uh, tap the microphone, all right? So a second goes by, and I hear, tap on the microphone. I was like, well, that could have been anything. You know, it could have been, I said, all right, so I'll do it again. And it did it again. And I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I turned everything off, put it away. Yep. Like, nope. <clears throat> Don't yeah. need to know anything else. I've I've heard you should never ghost hunt your own no, yeah, house. You should never do that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's spooky as You're hell. You're also not supposed to play Ouija board by yourself. So. Well, yeah, which I have. Which one of the original plans for uh, this episode was uh, me and Mike were going to get a Ouija board and like try okay. to contact somebody. And I, I'm, I was sitting here thinking, yeah, like. Uh, the, the, the Mr. Bean. I don't know. I just just somebody. But he's still alive. I know. Well, the character. Oh, yeah. Um, I could just imagine Rowan Atkinson in the UK, just like going into a trance, foaming at the mouth, <laughs> trying to talk to us as the spirit of Mr. Bean. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, so I, I can't be around Ouija boards anymore. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons we didn't do it is because Clark was so adamant about I don't want to be in the house. Yeah, if like, y'all do that. Well, I'll tell you what happened the last time I played, mm-hmm. which was by myself. Um, I was around nine or so. I'd got hey, one for my hey, birthday. I got a thought. I got a thought. What? Can you save that for the next go round of stories? Sure. Awesome. Thank you. Because I want to move on. I think Mike has at least another story, don't you, Mike? Yeah, because you haven't called on me yet. I've just interrupted people. <laughs> hey, uh, let's yeah. go back to David. Uh. No. <laughs> well, you 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 interjected, and I was like, yes, let's let's go with that. And but is he going to believe any of his stories? He is the skeptic. Well, yeah. well like the ending's I mean, already written. So. The only thing that's per- okay, well, two things I have. Well, one of my well, they're both explained, but so the earliest one I can remember, it wasn't that early either. It was like I was in high school. So but it was the when first, I knew you, yes, it was the first time. I, I don't know how long we'd lived in this house, but it was the first. This was this house was the first time I had a room to myself, much like you, David. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, growing oh. up, I shared a room with my brother in this every other house. This is the bigger Lake Roadhouse, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So, and also, it was the first time I had like more than a uh, twin size bed. Mm-hmm. Um, which side note? For a long time as a kid, I was scared to death of full size beds because I had seen the first Friday the Thirteenth movie when I was like, wait. Eight. Friday the 13th? Not Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, right, with the blood shooting oh, yeah. out of the yeah, mattress. Where Johnny Depp got sucked into the mattress and shot all over the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that scarred me for several Johnny years. Depp Bukaki. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so there I am. And so lay out of my room. So there's my, you know, at the foot of my bed, there is my uh, dresser. You know, and it's a full dresser with a, a thing on top that has a mirror and, you know, shelves on either side of the mirror and all this didn't stuff. It have, didn't it even have, like, lights in it? Yeah, it had, like, a little yeah. light at the top that, you know, could turn on. It was I, the finest furniture 1978 had to offer. It was the offer. finest uh, <laughs> wood sawdust and glue could make. But so I was laying in bed and just, I guess, couldn't get to sleep, and I just happened to look down at my feet. And past my feet, and I must also note I wear glasses, so I couldn't really see much, but I saw a faint green glow somewhere near between me and, you know, the dresser, which was against the wall. I laid there for probably a full minute just thinking, what do I do? What do I do? Do Do I get up? Do I not get up? My headboard also had a light on it. So I reach up, and I t- turn that light on, and the glow I don't see anymore, but I don't see anything else there. So I'm like, okay, what the fuck was that? It's the Green Lantern. So I put my glasses on and crawl out of bed, walk over, and look at my dresser. And there, on my dresser, was my glow-in-the-dark wristwatch. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Laying on its side, so it faced towards me. <laughs> and oh. the hands going around made mm-hmm. the glow sh- imperceptibly move around. <laughs> nice. I, I still love that story. I mean, yeah, okay, you figured out what it was, but it's creepy to think about. Oh, yeah, no, like just, I said, I yeah. laid there for a solid minute just staring at it, afraid to look away from it, like, what the fuck is this? that's that's funny but but like i can imagine that moment of terror this this wasn't the house where my dad had his alien thing that was actually at the house across the lake from it yeah you lived on both sides of this lake there there was was, uh lake road east and west right yeah so there's this little lake that had a bunch of houses at different times built around it was like turns out it was like a former plantation yeah. Because well, pretty much everything around here is a former plantation. That's true. Um, but, uh, now, you, but like yeah, around the corner from the the first house we lived in the area, there's like these two brick columns for like a, what was once a fancy gate. But uh, I, I guarantee you, I, I want to go out there and scare the shit out of, my, out of myself at night. And so, so that was like, so if you're... You know, looking at overhead, trying to orient that was myself the which cat, way that was. That was not a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> she knocked over my pill bottles. So, yeah. So, there's the lake. To the north of the lake was the 
was the first house and the gate to the very south of the lake was the second house right and a little further south and west was the graveyard <laughs> for the uh i guess the plantation because the graves there were old as fuck mm-hmm. it was surrounded by a an electric fence but we did hop the fence once as a uh, teens and go in there i didn't yeah you weren't there this no. was like bob and you know my brother bob and the neighborhood oh okay hoodlums yeah no i was a pussy i wasn't about to do that and uh yeah so this is a full-on you know plantation with graveyard and everything that's just creepy yeah yeah nice little lake i guess for you know your gotta have a place to hide the bodies i know it could have been some like slaves drowned in that little lake oh god it it was a big lake it was about the size of say a football field i would say yeah except kind of arrowhead shaped um so there was another weird thing that happened out there okay i'm gonna give this one to you since we did kind of skip you over on the last one intentionally we were uh i don't remember what i was doing when it happened but we heard a loud boom oh and we go outside and it's a uh, it's like the clouds are very high and very thin and the moon is pretty high so it's you know shining through the clouds but just that very thin sheet of clouds, pretty much from horizon to horizon. But they're sort of to the north, but it's so high up, it's hard to tell exactly how far. We could have been, you know, five miles away. Could have been, you know, 50 miles away. But there was a perfect circle in the cloud cover. I think, I think it was probably a meteorite. Yeah, it's still creepy. Well, yeah. Now, uh, David. Mike, yes. Mike, Mike. Hmm. Thank you for those stories. Okay. Great. Uh, David, I would like yeah. for you, if I may, to tell everyone about your child's play experience with you and your parents, and not okay, and then not the robot. Well, or will I also be able to else. do my other story? You know what? Do your other story first. Well, no, let, let's do the child's play thing. Okay, first, okay, because that, I love a nice this little story. <laughs> okay, because I'm so, gonna, uh, after after this, I'm going to tell something that may scare people, and I would love for there to be a little levity. Oh, there we go. All right, so I'll, I'll save my other story for later. So, um, yeah. Okay, so I've mentioned that I'm a huge fan of child's play, huge fan of Chucky, everything like that. Um, my parents were very lax about what I watched as a small child. Um, I spent a lot of time watching horror movies as a two three four five six you know just as, as i grew up i always had like horror movies on in the background they let me watch whatever um very permissive so as a as a little kid about i think like five or six um no maybe even earlier like maybe four or five i um like my favorite movie was child's play at four like, or five yes at four or five my absolute favorite movie was child's play well, around that time, this was also when the uh, My Buddy Dolls were popular. My the, uh, Buddy Dolls. Yeah, the, the Cabbage Patch Kids for uh, that were marketed for boys. Yeah. They had sister one, too. Yeah. sister. So, again, it's another one of those yard sale finds. They get me a My Buddy Doll. That's even creepier than the robot. Right. 
Um, you know, I, I have a lot of fun, creepy stuff that comes from yard sales. So um, <laughs> my, my, my parents gave me this My Buddy doll, and, like, I love that thing. I was also a big fan of Chucky. So one day, my parents come out into the living room. They see that I have Chucky on, and I have the My Buddy doll on the floor, my hand on the face of the doll, and the other hand raised in the air, doing the soul transference chant. Ah, do a dembula. Give me the power, I beg of you. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is one of my favorite things you've ever told me. Yeah, and, and you know they were they were a little they were more amused than frightened, but it's still a very very strange situation and explains a lot about me. It really does, and it also like I'm glad I'm not a parent because if I was, I'm pretty sure my immediate reaction would be, "Well, the boy's got to die now." <laughs> so. You know, it, it's just it's one of those things. It's like. It, it defines me in a lot of ways, and that's that's me, yeah. my full personality coming out of like four or five years old. You know yeah. what I mean? That's when you first really came online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's a great story. I've always loved that one. You fucking trying to get to transfer your soul into a my buddy is great. So the question is, what would I have done after I had done the transfer? Was I going to murder somebody? My Ooh, Chucky wonders. <laughs> my Chucky. Yeah, I could hear. I could see that. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised they haven't like put that out as like a tie-in merch thing with the Child's Play movies. Well, you can just buy good guy dolls now. Can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to uh, Google Spencer's it now. Spencer's Gifts has Chucky and Tiffany dolls. Oh dear! My own personal yeah. Jennifer Tilly. That's that's <laughs> sick, dude. Don't put a flashlight in it. Oh, oh god! god. <laughs> you remember that picture that dude took of like he had the green flashlight stuck between his two mattresses, and he had a picture of Yaddle from <laughs> episode one. The, dude, the, the other good Yoda. one is the one where the dude took the skeleton, which we wonder oh. if it's a real skeleton, and he made oh. a little bunny out of it. Oh god, he made the. Fur bunny with a real skeleton. Jesus. I hate that. That's terrible. Gee, that okay. would be a good episode. Like fearful cringe. You Jesus know what I mean? And you know what? You just gave the scariest story of the night right there. <laughs> we need to have a key party episode uh, talking about effed up sex stuff. We do. That would be good to put on there. And we're also going to do one about alien sex. And I want you know as many people on there as we can yeah. that I can scar. So, speaking of aliens, all right, I need to stress it. I've been into the paranormal and supernatural and what have you since I was a wee nip, you know. I find I, that shocking. Really? Do you? No, I do not. No. So, I knew about UFOs and aliens and everything, so let's just go forward assuming this is a dream, all right? Mm-hmm. So... I'm asleep in bed, and it's in God, probably junior high school. And I wake up in the dream, I'm assuming. Okay. Just, and something is wrong. Like, you know how, you know what I mean by the Oz factor in a situation? Or like, no. I'm in, I'm in a... You were there, and you were there. Well, I'm in a period of what we'll call high strangeness. 
something isn't right. The world doesn't feel right. There are no lights, but I can see. You know? I can make everything out in my room even though the lights are out. And Mike, you know the house that I grew up in. Yeah. All right. So I jump out of bed. And the other thing is there is this loud electrical type hum, like a generator, like transformer, like a transformer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. So there's this loud electrical hum and I am terrified. And for some reason, I think, go check on your mom. Now, there will be times I would get up to go get something to drink in the night, and my mom will be sitting on the couch smoking. So imagine, Mike, imagine the nightmare of going into the kitchen, not paying attention, getting something to drink, turning around, and then just seeing the silhouette of my mother with a lit cigarette sitting on the couch at like two in the morning. Yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. Well, I mean, that was a reality. Yeah, it's a nightmare that happened with that. Frequently. Yes. So I run out into the living room to see if she's there, and she's not. And the hum is louder. So I immediately, I'm like, okay, okay. I'm going to check in the bedroom, and I look, and my mom is gone. She is nowhere. This is a tiny house. Two bedrooms, a bathroom with the door open with the light on. She's an alien. And uh, a living room. And a kitchen. And there's nobody in the living room or kitchen. Nobody in my room now can see in the bathroom. No one's in there. Go in the bedroom. My mom's gone. My dad's still asleep on his side in the bed. And I do the only logical thing you can do, which is I jump in the bed with my father and pull the covers over my head. Because I am fucking terrified of whatever's going on. And I'm laying there just panting. I'm like, okay. I'm going to take a look. (laughs) So I pull the covers down. And there, in my face, nose to nose almost, not touching, but seriously, within two inches of my face, is a gray. Those huge black eyes, and it's smirking at me. Your mom was an alien. And then I woke up in time for school. Mm. And that's all I remember about what I hope to God was a dream. Where were you when you woke up? In my bed. Okay. In my bed. It was very wet, too. So. It, I, I had been sweating. I'm not going to lie. I, I was oh, okay. sweating. Yeah, sure. Sweat. Did, <laughs> no, trust me here. Uh, oh, sweat is skin pee. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's no, got I mean, point. seriously, it's chemically it, it, it's, very the same. It, yeah. But uh, I get up, and I do not mention this to my parents, because why the fuck would I mention this to my parents? True. Mm-hmm. My dad was asleep the entire time, which doesn't surprise me. The man slept through Hurricane Camille in the 1960s. I mean, I would have just been like, hey, Mom, you know, I got up to get a glass of water, and I couldn't find you. Where were you last night? Mm -mm. No, no, I'm not doing that shit. We're a horrible, horrible family that keeps secrets from each other. There's no way I'm going to bring this up to her. We were a damaged group, so... I have some UFO stuff. Oh, oh, yes, that's right. I got a few. So let's let's go with one of your UFO stories there, Clark. 
Well, I got a few, but probably the weirdest one was... Um, Is this one you told me at work? I don't know. Okay. Which one I told you. Well, I'll just I tell, missed tell time and other stuff, but uh, I could tell that one too if you want. But the one that was really weird was I was driving to my friend's house uh, who lived maybe like 10 minutes from me, and she mm-hmm. we were leaving my house. They were in their car. My friend and another friend of mine were in her car. I was in my car alone driving to her house on this back country road no lights uh no street lights or anything country road taking you home yeah so i got the windows down it's cool and uh so i noticed something behind me it's like a light but it's the light looks like it's like two inches from the ground um and it's following me at a steady pace so it just looked weird so i i let off the gas and i could hear nothing You'd yeah. think that if it was like a car or a truck or something behind me, that they would have an Road engine noise. noise or something. Yeah, yeah. just nothing. So I did that a few times. I said, you know what? F this. So I hit the gas <laughs> and went to my friend's house. So I get to the house, and I'm waiting on them. They pull up. Both of them get out of the car, and their eyes are freaking huge. They're like, did you see that? Did you see that? And I was like, what? So we saw like a UFO, and it went right into this lake that's my friend's house. Hmm. I was like, because I... Didn't have a cell phone, so I, I didn't call and tell him what I had seen. Holy shit. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. But other than that, I have missing time. <clears throat> I went to get something for lunch one Sunday and bring it back mm-hmm. to my, my, my mom's house, and uh, it was sunshiny, and I get to this railroad tracks, and then I just happened to look at the clock, and then the next thing I know, on the other side of the railroad tracks is pouring down rain, mm-hmm. and it was like 10 minutes later. Are you saying you got a alien quickie? I got lost time is all I know. Okay. So you stroked out. Probably. Okay. <laughs> you know, lost time is always like really creepy. Like yeah. it, 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 yeah. it fucks with you, dude. It does. It still fucks with me. That was years ago. Yeah, I've had missing time, but that's because I drank too much. That's a completely <laughs> different thing entirely. It was interesting. Mike, how about you? What you got with aliens? Um, or something that other people would interpret as aliens. How's that? I, nothing personally. I mean, I already told you about my dad. Yeah. Um, well, do you? Deity. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying. Um, I don't really have anything. Like, do you remember that time you and me were somewhere around Pearl? And it was like late, late at night. And you kept seeing UFOs? No. There oh. was a. Up, like we're driving along, there's no noise or anything, but just all of a sudden, for a split second, it is literally as bright as day, and then it's black again, and we're both really confused, going, "What the fuck was that?" No, you don't remember that at all. I mean, it sounds a little familiar, but I don't remember what my uh, what I determined it was. I think you kept going lightning. No, because we would have heard a crash. Yeah. Lightning crash. Could have been a could have been a meteorite. I've seen those light up the sky pretty, pretty. That's bright. true. Oh yeah, there's that one in Russia where it just suddenly turned into day and mm-hmm. it wasn't. That's yeah. that's fair. And those a lot of times you don't really hear about those because they break up and basically, you know, just disintegrate. Yeah. That's that's yeah. That's that's a rational explanation. Fuck. 
Damn it, Mike strikes again. Yeah. Mike, you get any other creepy stories of? No. Well, so the only and, and other I don't thing, mean like the creepy touchy uncle at uh at Christmas. The only oh, other those stories. thing Oh that, hell no, we're not doing those stories. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> oh no. Well, I don't have those stories, but you know. <laughs> Well if only sure, we're also sure. lucky. No, I'm kidding, um, I'm kidding. But no, um so was about was it four years ago? Three years ago maybe? That I went to uh New York, DC and Oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, you went to Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, yes. So I had Tell a that. friend. So a friend was having a wedding, and a bunch of other friends and I decided to make a whole uh, event out of it. So and they, they all were, die. Yeah. So they were having the wedding in uh, Pittsburgh, and they were going to have it for basically they were going to have a week of stuff going on. They were they basically they provided a uh, a whole a Airbnb. For you know, I think it was like twenty people or something like that, and uh, it was cool. This the the way this place was set up was like all like kind of small apartments. Um. So anyway, so we stayed there for a week, you know, before, during, and after the wedding. But one of the things we did during this, well, so we did several things. We did like white water rafting where we almost all died. We uh. <laughs> We went to, oh, this is spooky in itself. We went to this, like, local, quote-unquote, museum. But it was really like someone's sideshow attraction arts and crafts bomb where it had basically stuff like dentures glued into fish mouths. And the guy apparently was a, he sculpted uh, people for, like, railroad trains. Like, he, he did the actual sculpting of those and, you know, the company would produce them. So, you know, one of the cases was just all his, you know, work. But they apparently always wore, like, you know, crushed velvet. And he had a top hat and the little round glasses. And, you know, she would always wear... We didn't see him during it. I'm assuming he was just, like, upstairs watching, like, the game or something. (laughs) But she, is this the Oddities Museum Yeah, the Oddities Museum. Yeah. uh, She, but she, you know, conducted the tour and everything. And she was, like, wearing a corset, you know, the... You know all that but like that was that. really creepy in a different way that was a human creepy yeah <laughs> that was just weird people creepy but you know they're like dolls with their arms in weird arms and no arms and just weird taxidermy shit and we've got one of those cool. oddity places here y'all it's, been to it no yeah. i still need to go they got some they got actual like skeletons of actual people for sale uh, Ooh, like hands. Oh, like thank that. you. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, the other one of the other things we did was uh, we went to a baseball game. And that was really weird. No, <laughs> <laughs> we did go to a baseball game, and that was kind of weird. But because I've never been to one. But we went were all to, dead. We went on a trip. A little because this was in uh, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Went a, into a trip into uh kevin i can never remember how to pronounce this town at or the area alge was it Allegheny? uh allegheny allegheny i always put too many syllables or yeah. letters in there but it's the like allegheny, i know how to spell banana but i don't know how to stop spelling banana the the allegheny state penitentiary right Pen- yeah so it was a 
prison that was built in the early 1900s, like 1903 or 05 mm-hmm. or something like that. And it was continuously run housing prisoners up until 1993 or 5 or something like that. So... Imagine being in prison in a haunted prison. <laughs> yeah. So, and they had they had an electric chair there, so they killed motherfuckers there. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was called Old Sparky. Yeah. And they uh, one of the exhibits, like, so they had like a little gift shop, you know, front area that was in, you know, inside. And one of the things they had, they had the electric chair, and then next to it, they also had a Gatling gun. <laughs> and they explained that the Gatling gun was there for because it was a prison camp and they decided to build a permanent prison and so they set up gatling guns around the perimeter to make the guys work and build the prison they made the prisoners build their own fucking prison yes wow they called it the motivator yes (laughs) so anyway this is a famously haunted prison um there's a couple of you know pretty well-known photographs that have been taking that taken there and so what they do on the tours they you have a person take you around you know give you the tour but apparently we paid for the super deluxe midnight special which was once they were done with the tour you could just do whatever you want just walk around the whole thing and then everybody got a happy ending yeah (laughs) so we they took us to places and he showed us like the uh the sugar shack which explain was, the sugar so shack. the sugar shack was so i don't remember when they they told us when but i remember when they said they stopped the practice but um up until a point they would allow you know the prisoners that are out in the yard you know just having their free time that there was a like almost like a jumbo crawl space like their ceiling was probably about seven feet tall mm-hmm. so it wasn't quite a basement but it was like where the boilers were and stuff. But there was like a room that the prisoners were could use, you know, for whatever they wanted. And the prison officials, as long as no one got killed down there or there was no fights, they didn't really care what they did down there. So the prisoners apparently used it as their love shack. Sweet, passionate love Good to for each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. As long as they kept it, you know. Yeah, as long as the prisoner, yeah. you know, the prisoners were very uh, strict about, you know, what went on down there. Nothing, you know, no fights or killings took place there because they it was their little, Loveliest. you know, their, their hideaway. Yeah, their paradise, their little getaway. So they couldn't, they didn't want to lose it. Oh, you God. know, I'm going to say I'm pro-gay prison sex. You know? Good for <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you just put the idea of the song uh, Paradise by the Boiler Room Lights in my head. and uh, I was thinking the Sugar Shack song. Oh. From the 50s or something. Oh, yeah. They did tell, I can't remember the story, but there was a story about someone that did get killed in the boiler room area, but I can't remember the story. He died from have to too much pleasure. But anyway, the, the creepiest part for me, or us, was, so we kind of broke off in two or three groups, because it was like, I think almost, like I said, about 20 of us on this trip. Um, so, you know, it was like groups of four or five just walking around. Um, one of the other things of note of this prison was Charles Manson's mom was incarcerated there. Mm-hmm. And Charles Manson, as a boy, she was a career. She was a prostitute and a career criminal. Yeah. Oh. She traded Charles for some whiskey in a bar one time, and then the bar owner was like, uh, "No, you got to give the baby back." 
Yeah, that but, kid stood no chance. But, no, but young not Charles a one. spent a little bit of uh, his youth in that prison. This is probably where he uh, learned about uh, that that sort of stuff. I think they mentioned this in the last podcast. He killed the dude in the boiler room. <laughs> he did not. But um, yeah, so really interesting. Like you know, there was like these large iron turnstiles for like admittance and like mm-hmm. what used to be the main hall i think at the you know in the beginning but they were just these huge wrought iron like it's hard to describe they were just two of them as basically like prison airlocks so you can't you know prisoners can't escape out the front door because only one person can go through at a time mm-hmm. um but anyway the creepy thing was it was like upstairs was the uh infirmary slash a psych ward and there was like nothing there well there's a little bit there like some one room i think they had still set up as kind of a display but most of the rooms were still pretty empty i'm just gonna say nothing good ever happens in a prison psych ward oh no no but no so we're so we're there and one of the guys was like hey turn your lights off turn your lights off so we all turned our lights off and as our eyes are adjust adjusting to the darkness we hear this kind of and so someone turns their light on and it stops and he's like no no turn it off turn it off so they turn the light off again and after a few minutes and someone turns their lights on and they're like fuck it no <laughs> we don't what is that what the fuck is that yeah, I don't like this at all. Is it no, the, or something? No. The best I I mean it was like this scratching kind of the oh, best I could mice. come up with was rats. It was mice or rats, yes. And they were scared by the light. When the light was on, mm-hmm. they'd stop. I'm like, what's that? It was ghost rats. But it was in Dead the ceiling. Rats. It was above us. Squirrels. So Ghost squirrels. And then <laughs> as we're after that after, after that close encounter that, you know, everyone kind of was on edge from that. We've kind of convinced, almost convinced ourselves it was rats. I convinced myself, but, you know, we're walking through the part where it kind of narrows because there's rooms on either side. And someone jumps out of one of the rooms that was part of one of the other group, you know, one of our group, but Fuck. part of the other smaller group. They jump out of the side room. And everyone just, you know, jumps and shits themselves. Fucking goons. <laughs> Oh god, that's that's great. That's like I I don't I, you know I'd like to be on that tour, but also man, fuck that shit. Yeah, there's so the, you know <laughs> the, the solitary cells were very creepy because mm-hmm. how small they were. Oh yeah, and how okay. So there's I can't remember who he was. He was a fairly well known criminal, mm-hmm. but anyway, he was basically the godfather of the prison because anything he said went and Mm -hmm. uh forget who it was but like one uh, basically it he had someone i I wish i could remember the story is a lot i can't do it justice because i can't remember enough details yeah but anyway he he had someone killed while in solitary just to prove that you know he could reach you can't get away from me and then no one could figure out how he got it instructed because no one was supposed to be able to communicate with him satan ouija board we're we're gonna come back to you and i want to hear your ouija story so 
thank you for that, Mike. I always enjoy hearing about that uh, that uh, prison. Yeah, we should go sometime. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, what happened to Kevin? He's dead. dead. That paranormal group I was with, I didn't. I never went, but they would go to Sloss Furnace a lot. I think it's in Alabama. Yeah, it is, and they do fucking concerts at the thing. Uh, one of our mutual friends went to a concert there, and it was apparently creepy as fuck. Yeah, no thanks. I'm not going there. So, uh, <laughs> David, you had another story that you wanted to tell after Child's Play. Yeah, and I think this will be the last story I have, because I, I have yeah. some other stuff that I'm thinking about, but I would need to, like, talk to some people to sure. make sure that I have the events right. Yeah, and I got, um, like, one other story after that, but... Yeah. Somebody say so, uh, the, the story, I actually ended up making a little comic book about it. Um, okay. I think you might have read it, Kevin. It was The uh, the Goblin. The Goblin. Kinda. Okay, well, I'm going to tell the story anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'll remember uh, it as you go. So, first thing you need to know is that I was a dirt child. I was, uh, you you know, I was one of those dirt. kids who was outside all the time. I would, like, dig holes and shit like that. Same. Um, so like I, I spent a lot of my time, like, cause number one, I was like a latchkey kid. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, I would spend all my time with like a shovel in my hand playing in the dirt. Um, so at the time I must have been about nine or 10 years old. We were living in an apartment complex in a, uh, large lot that hadn't really, uh, next to a large lot that hadn't been developed. Like this is like okay. a lot of, age. um, in fact, like it was like a dirt road. There was a dirt road that ran through the lot um, to get to the uh, expressway, mm-hmm. so um, so this is like you know a wonderful like blank canvas for someone like me. But another thing about the place was at one point there was a house that was supposed to be built there. Okay. Problem is, the house was never built, but a lot of the foundation was still there, oh. and the area had kind of gotten overgrown and everything like that. You know, not many people spend time in this field. Um, there, you know, uh, there were like dirt bike tracks, everything like that. There were also kind of like mounds of like junk, you know, just dirt and tires and yeah, you know, scrap metal and stuff like that. You know, it's a real tetanus shot uh, thing. <laughs> yeah. So, um. So you know, me being me at the time, like I'd spend all my time out in that field. I'd like hang around the junk piles. I'd try to like build shit and everything like that. Mm. Well, I was out one day. And I was walking towards the foundation to that house. Now, this foundation, um, like the foundation is very clear. You look at it, you know there was going to be a house there. Um, mm-hmm. And it was surrounded by like tall, tall trees. Like the only trees that were in that field were surrounding that foundation. So it's already kind of creepy. Um, yeah. So as I'm approaching, I see something standing like in the field. Um, just in front of the foundation um and the best way i could describe it is it looked like like an imp um you know very very small kind of shadowy humanoid large eyes um really freaky and this is probably around like six seven o'clock at night so it's starting to get dark and everything Mm -hmm. like that so naturally my first instinct is to chase it what the fuck dude yeah. So um so I'm literally you chasing this little... to become Chucky and then you chased an imp. Yeah. Um I'm very fun at haunted houses by the way. <laughs> so um so I'm I'm literally like 
chasing this thing, and this thing is kind of like scampering, you know, like where <laughs> it's mostly on two legs, but also it will like like yeah. like a chip or something, you know, where you know what I mean, where it will also yeah. like try to like use its four legs to move forward. Like the thing was standing upright, it scampers off, and sure enough, it scampers to this hole uh, that's in one of these mounds. And it was a hole that I had not noticed before. But when I approached the hole, like, the thing was gone. Like, it was gone. Right, right. When I approached the hole, I noticed that it went really, really, really deep. Uh Uh-huh. And I had started to dig it up a little bit, but it was getting too dark by then, and I was a little creeped out at that point. Uh, So, like, I, I went home, but this is like... yeah. It was it was enough of a experience to leave an impression on me, and I ended up making that little uh, slightly autobiographical yeah about it. And I think you've seen what it looks like. It looks like that little tiny yes yeah. And I remember that. I don't know what that was. I can tell you right now, uh, going by this show's pet theory, I think you may have uh, met an inhabitant inhabitant of Magonia. That, you know, that's entirely possible. Like, I didn't know that stuff yeah. then, but thinking back you, about it now, yeah. like... You had a fold-over event where you saw something. And, you know, and the weird thing was, like, the next day, you know, I'm trying to go back, and I'm trying to look for that hole, and it's gone. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah, it, it was just a very weird... Like, and I'm sure I was probably, I don't know, tripping out on some gas or something like that. <laughs> Huffing <laughs> but, fumes. But it, it was just one of those things that, again, like, you, you can't really explain it. And any explanation you have for it that tries to rationalize it just doesn't make sense. Hey, it's it's dumber than just, I saw an imp. Yeah, like, oh, maybe right. it was a raccoon. Well, <laughs> like, I it didn't have a tail. Yeah. Maybe it was a tailless raccoon. Well, now you're changing the facts just to like, <laughs> justify your theory. So, you know, and the funny thing is you, you're talking about this and the, the fact that you, you use the word scamper, it just sounds so damn playful. <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't like, I, if anything, I was being the aggressor here. I was being right. the asshole. You're chasing uh, it. Like, yeah, like hmm. this thing's like probably just chilling out and I'm like, yeah. hey, come back here. Would you, Mike, would you chase an imp if you saw one? It depends. Like if you were nine years old and you saw an imp, would you chase it? Nine-year-old me, nope. I don't know. Clark, you wouldn't. No. Oh no, I'd run screaming. I saw a thing. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'm obviously uh, having a seizure. Yeah, that's what it is. I I still like that story. Um, my last one for the night uh, involves Mike and another friend of ours named Max. So oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, this is a great one. So me and Mike and our friend Max are, well, we're taking a bit of a tour of just old sites in Mississippi. I don't know how else to explain it. Like we went to uh, Grand Gulf. We we went to uh, what's it called, Mike? The uh, the columns, Windsor ruins. ruins, The Windsor ruins. Former antebellum uh, plantation house that burned down, and the only thing left are the columns. If you're a photographer in the state of Mississippi, I believe by law you have to take pictures of the columns. It's on penalty of 
beatings. Yeah, I mean, like, Eudora Welty fucking took pictures of these things. I mean, like, yeah. So, anyway, we, we, we did all this stuff, and Max is like, hey, I know a place where we can get a really good look at the nuclear cooling tower. Which already is like, what the fuck? So <laughs> Now I know why you were there. Yeah, well, we're young and stupid. And uh, we're just driving around, and he knows this overlook. And uh, Grand Gulf is basically the nuclear power plant in Mississippi. But we get none of our power from it. It all goes out of state. Lame. Yeah, real lame. So we pull up at this little wooden one-room shack house thing, and there's a car in front of us. And uh, when we pull up behind him and turn the engine off, we see a dude's head pop up in the driver's seat, and then a woman's head pop up out of his lap, and they <laughs> drive off. So What were they doing? Uh, they were telling secrets, Clark. Oh, he yeah. was extracting organ energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, good old Oregon Energy BRB charging my crystals. So, available in the store. So, uh, we're, uh, we get out of the car, and Max is like, okay, it's this way. I don't know how the fuck Max knew where this damn thing was. I don't know what his fucking family does out there. So, it's a long fucking walk. Right, Mike? Yes. Yeah, long walk. Like, we had this scramble over this big-ass fallen tree. Not a log, a tree. And, uh, you know, we basically had to climb over it. Not with huge difficulty, but, you know. And uh, we emerge on this ledge thing. Well, at the top of a hill. Like a steep hill. Very steep hill with a forest below us. You know? Mm. And there on the horizon is the cooling tower for Grand Gulf Nuclear Power Plant. And it's sunset. The sky is beautiful. The steam coming out of the cool the reactor is a nice shade of pink. It's it's beautiful really. And we're just kind of there taking it in. And uh then below us, not far away, we hear a loud crash. Like, real loud. And me and Max, without exchanging a word or a look, both immediately ran. Hmm. Now, Mike, did you pull your knife out, Mike? I don't think so. Okay, I, I thought you said you pulled your knife out, but... No, I don't he, believe so. But Mike turned to say, what was that, and sees, we're gone. <laughs> so, Mike takes off after us. And he manages to catch up with us. It was a good, like, five, six-minute walk from the car to the overlook. And Mike catches up with us. He's like, Jesus Christ, Jesus how, how far, how much further is it to that log? And I'm like, Mike, we jumped over the log already. Like, Mike didn't even realize we had gotten over the tree. We jump in the car and just take off, just tear ass down this little country road. And we're like, because uh, 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 we're terrified and we've been running. So what you're saying is you're going to leave Mike there. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't 
plan to leave Mike there. I assumed Mike would run like us cowards. But Mike had courage until he realized he had been left on the ledge. Yeah, when I realized I was alone, then is when I panicked. Yes. So we get in the car and we're panting. I'm like, what do you think that was? And Mike says, probably a bear. I'm like, yeah, a bear. And Mike and Max both turn and look at me. And I, it seemed to take forever for them to look back at me. And Max goes, well, what did you think it was? And I say, I thought Bigfoot was coming to kill me. And I have not lived that down to this day. And the only thing I can say to that is... So, I finally got to use that in an episode of this show. So, um... Now, now Mike, you're, you're out of story. Yeah, we're going to be at the Bigfoot so, Fest. So I do want to make a correction. I looked okay. it up. The uh, The penitentiary I went to was the West Virginia Penitentiary in Moundsville, West Virginia. Moundsville. Allegheny is actually near uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm flipping you off as hard as I can. That's funny. No, it's not. <laughs> so... All right, so Moundsville, West Virginia Penitentiary in Moundsville, not yeah. the Allegheny Prison. No. All right. I, I post. Oh, that looks really nice from there. No, I was just been looking. <laughs> no, I was looking it up and I saw a picture of the outside. And I wouldn't mind living in that I did, prison. In the Discord, I did post some pictures of uh, that I took. Okay. Of the very spooky. Oh, prison. hey, yeah, the blue and there's the. It looks like a freaking castle. Oh, and I was also wrong. It was built in the 1800s. Holy wow. shit. Like 1850s. Oh, I remember the goblin. Yes, I remember that weird little thing, David. Thank you. you yeah, post in the Discord. Pl- thank you, guys. If you want to see any of the stuff we've been talking about, we've posted pictures of uh, several things here, uh, including a download of the comic, The Goblin. And uh, you can find it in our Discord. There's a link on supernatpod.rocks. So. Um, that's my Bigfoot story. That's the last one I got. David, you had your last one. Mike, you got anything well, real quick before we move on to the final story of the evening? The, the the fact that the prison was shut down or had numerous riots because of how terrible the living conditions were. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. I think I saw that prison on an episode of Ghost Adventures. It was. And the yeah. people that run the uh, tours are very angry at those people because they, they in the sugar shack, they painted a silhouette on the wall to be seen in the distance to make it look like motherfuckers. Yeah. See, that's... I hate those shows because they, you know, when we were doing those ghost hunting stuff, it really it just gives us a bad name. Yeah, yeah. They, they painted on a wall and did not ask permission. Didn't say anything about it. They didn't find out until they were going down there after they were gone and found this, you know, painting on the wall. Assholes. Yeah. Assholes. Damn. Fuck. So remember, guys, don't trust television paranormal investigations. Yeah. Trust us. Also, don't until trust until we get charge. a show. Until we get a show, yeah. and then trust us. Yeah. And looking, looking at it, it looks like they've renovated some since the last time where I was there. Huh. 
looks a little better. Why they sent condition. new prisoners in to die? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I would definitely a plus would a plus would recommend if you're in you know rural as fuck West Virginia. Just um, if you hear the banjo, the, start running. It's like in the very like north tip of West Virginia. So, Clark. Mm-hmm. You get the honor of the last oh, story for the night. I feel so special. You can tell us about your experience with a spirit board. Well, when I was six or seven or so, mm-hmm. um, my stepmother's mother yeah. asked for a list of what I wanted for Christmas. And so I put on their Ouija board for some reason. I don't know why. The devil. Yeah, well, she bought the me devil. one. And my stepmother and father were not very happy about it. I so. can imagine. <laughs> but uh, so, bear in mind, everybody, we're in Mississippi. That yeah. is that is a hanging offense around here. Yeah. So I never actually used it till I was more like eight, nine or so. And I had some friends, and we used it, and it was fun. Ha ha. Well, then I started using it by myself. Oh, which you're you not dumbass. supposed to do. <laughs> but um, the last time I used it, um, I was playing with it alone, mm-hmm. and. I asked. I should hope so. Yeah, I would ask. I asked who I was speaking to, so it went to the letter D, and then the letter E, and then the letter V, and I put it back in the box. <laughs> wow! I don't know if the guy's name was Devin or if it was Bill and Devil. Well, that reminds me of Ben Kissel's story where they had a demon they talked to repeatedly named Deb Deb. <laughs> Well, Deb Deb tried to kill one of their friends that uh, made fun of the demon and poured Mountain Dew on the Ouija board. It uh, His uh, headlights went out in the road and a car almost hit him on the wow. way home that yeah. night. So that was a fucked up story. Yeah. So but, uh, uh, I put it away. I think I actually didn't get rid of it until like seven, eight years ago. But it was made by Mattel or somebody. Milton <laughs> Bradley. Yeah, you could still buy them apparently. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're available at your uh, less reputable... No, they're they about them now. Yeah, shitty ones. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, that being said, thank you guys, all three of you, for your stories tonight. I have really enjoyed them. I'm sure everyone else has as well. Yes. Uh, also, it's just great to have the family together. Oh. You know? We've got to get old David down in Mississippi. Oh. That would be wonderful. That would. Like, I, I have family back east in Indiana. How far is Indiana from Mississippi? Uh, a ways. A ways. Yeah. Okay, shit, never mind. <laughs> Come on down for the Bigfoot Fest. Yeah, that'd I be great. I would love that. That's actually next uh, Sunday, no, or next Saturday, Saturday, November yeah. 6th. Uh, we actually have some Deviant Behavior Radio cups. Mm-hmm. They're really oh, cool. Shit, some stuff. We're going to have some stickers. We might have some keychains. I'm going to try to 3D print some stuff for it. Mm-hmm. It should be fun. We're going to have a ball. I won't be We need that big feet, work. big dick shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we really do need a big feet, big dick shirt. Um, so we had a couple of questions. And unfortunately, I wish I had read this one before we were halfway through the episode. Ghost Forge, a uh, big-time fan of the show and wonderful contributor, uh, asked, please share some of the more profound paranormal experiences you've had because it's always cool hearing about that one point where someone goes, no, fuck it, there's something spooky going on here and how it changed your mindset going further. So, well, Note my comment below that. that. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, would actually work to kick off the episode. That's, that's kind of what this episode be honest. was, wasn't it? Yeah, it exactly. was. So uh, thank you, Ghost Forge. Uh, thank you. I hope well, you enjoyed your... and I would your... say that I've never said, nah, fuck it, there's something spooky going on here. Yeah, that's true. He I hasn't. Have I yeah. have, and I know David has. Yeah. Well, and, and Ghost Forge, you know what? Just play the episode backwards. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Just start here and then go back an hour and a half. In yeah. fact, the entire episode <laughs> was dedicated to you for this. So, uh, let's have see. We, has anyone done any ridiculous paranormal experiences? Yeah. Uh, Blue Canary yeah. Kit. I want to know what's the most ridiculous paranormal experience you've had. Um, hmm. I don't know. Like, um, I mean, the ridiculous, like. Well, I thought I developed a telekinesis at one point because every time I moved a uh, plate with a donut on it toward me, it scooted away. <laughs> and I thought, like, I was moving it. It turned out it was actually on a doily. And it just kept, you know, the doily kept unstretching. Oh, so, yeah, I see. Yeah you, yeah, you pulled it. Yeah. And it, the doily would, like, go back to its normal shape and pull the donut with it. And I thought I was a psychic. We <laughs> were psychic, but didn't want you to have the donut well you know no no mike i want you to think about it. i have horrible self-esteem issues and i hate myself it's like no you can't have the donut so so, so you actually thought you couldn't have the donut i thought i couldn't have the donut but you know what i ate the fuck out of that donut mm, i bet you did and but the thing is first i had to run tell my mom i think i can move i can move things with the power of my mind and she said shut up and eat the donut <laughs> so that's the most ridiculous paranormal experience I've ever had. Uh, I guess I can't think of any ridiculous. Ones. Yeah, I, I think the Chucky thing is David's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. Blue Canary Kid also said to tell about taunting the ghost. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, she was with me for that one. She didn't experience anything. She says so. She says, "quote I guess ghosts ignore me," which awesome and she also posted a couple of links in there to the hardy hotel uh and its uh, classification is haunted so if you want to find out more about that my beloved blue canary kit has posted links so awesome uh again next uh sunday me and clark and blue canary kit will actually be at the Natchez Bigfoot Birthday Bash. So if you're gonna be awesome. Yes, if you're anywhere near the area, please come visit. We're gonna be in the VIP tent getting on the nerves of the professionals. Yep. And again, we're gonna have a bunch of neat stuff to give out. So Afro Man's gonna be there. Yeah, Big Afro Smoke. Man. But who is Big Schmo? He's a white rapper dude. That's all I know. Oh. From a few years ago. Like just Afro, that like grim. Afro oh, oh. <laughs> well, they've got other like musical. Uh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I hope so. So, I mean, they got Afro Man. So they got that girl from American Idol that uh, came you, in twentieth uh, or something. You, you keep saying that, and I don't watch those shows. No, I don't either. So, anyway, if that sounds appealing to you, please come to the Bigfoot Birthday Bash in Natchez, Mississippi, November sixth. Now, now, will uh, Bigfoot be there? A bunch Maybe. of Bigfoots will be there. Yeah. There you go. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna laugh if it's a bunch of foot fetishists show up. <laughs> I'd say if there was money in it, someone should have rented the monster truck. 
Oh, dude, that'd be bad. Man, do you know how many people would show up just for that? Yep. Yeah. So, but, uh, but you'd accidentally rent barefoot. Oh, there's nothing worse than getting barefoot when you need Bigfoot. So, uh, the next few weeks, uh, let's see, next week, we're going to be going back to the Falk Monster with part three with me and David. After Woo. that, we have got. Uh, Graham Hancock and the, uh, stories of lost civilizations with me and Mike. And after that, I don't know who the hosts are going to be, but we're going to tackle a subject new to me. Well, not new to me, but I got a book about a book called The Yellow Book. And uh, we're going to learn about why aliens are here, why Jesus may be an alien. And we're going to learn that greys have no concept of personal space. <laughs> so, uh, that's what you got to look forward to for the next month, basically. And, uh, guys, again, thank you so much for being on the show. I always appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, that is it for now. Uh, check us out at supernatpod.rocks. You can find links to everything. We're on the socials. You can find us by searching at supernatpod on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, join us on Patreon. Dave Holyfield, still king of the podcast. And, uh, yeah, join us on the Discord. Lots of fun stuff going on there. So, everybody stay safe. And until next time. Stay frosty. Goodbye. Goodbye. I gotta pee. <laughs> That's me too. I know. We all do.